Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bad Movie Reviews, hosted by your two favourite blood-sucking brothers from down under, Ben <laughs> and Daniel. And we will be reviewing none other than Dracula, The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Um, now, if you don't know what this is based on, it's essentially uh, from the 1897 novel Dracula. They basically took one chapter... Um, which is obviously the voyage of the Demeter, and then yep. put it into a film. I've read the book. I think this chapter is incredible, and I guess it, it goes to show how good the book is that they can make a full movie, two-hour movie, out of out of one chapter. So fair play to that. Um, <laughs> it is directed by Andre Ovredal. I apologise if I've butchered that, who I guess most people would know him from directing The Autopsy of Jane Doe and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, and... I guess most notably starring Liam Cunningham, who plays Davos from Game of Thrones, Corey Hawkins, who's in, um, plays Dr. Dre out of, straight out of Compton. Yeah, right. And um, David Dust, Dustamalkian, I think, I've butchered, potentially butchered that as well, who plays like Polka Dot Man in, in the um, James Gunn Suicide Squad, was most recently in Oppenheimer as William Borden. Um, so it does have a, a bit of a, a bit of a cast going bit of for a it. a vast cast. Yes, yes. But, um, now I know you said to me that you want me to touch on this first, I would which love is a bit to of a go um, first because I I really want your your thoughts on this because anyone that's watched any of our reviews, you know, when it usually comes to something slightly horror themed, I'm the most critical person. Despite despite not watching excessive amount of horror movies, I do watch a lot of horror content. Mm. Um, so I think it deserves the respect from yourself before maybe I disrespect it. So chuck it over, give um, it a crack. What are your thoughts? I, I think this film does have a lot going for it. Um, I, I'll give props to the direction. I thought it was really well directed in terms of um, the way Andre built tension and built that sort of um, unsettling vibe, especially with the camera movement and the camera, like the certain camera shots that, that he was going for made the film feel very claustrophobic, which i got to give it props to. Obviously it is essentially all set on one ship. Yep. So I thought he did a, a, a really good job there and I thought the film was really elevated by the sound design as well and the and the score at times from Bear McCreary, who who I guess we probably know more from doing um, God of War, the, yeah, the latest fantastic, video games. Fantastic. Uh, I thought the score was really a, a definitely defining thing of this film for sure. Um, the cast, I thought, all delivered. Um, Corey Hawkins, I thought, was was quite good, who I guess is the main character who, as I said, played Dr. Dre. He plays Clemens here. I thought he he was probably the best part about the film. Um, and i got to give it props for the prosthetics as well, especially for Dracula itself. He looked um, pretty at, good. At, at times it looked it looked really great and there wasn't really much noticeable um, or no, like CGI that was sort of poor in my opinion. It was all pretty pretty strong and obviously being set in in the late 1890s i thought the production quality was also kind of top tier i can't imagine it having a huge budget i'm not exactly sure what that was but it, i thought it did look good and and obviously being in that one setting i thought they really did that well in terms of what i guess didn't work too much for me but things that i they like they definitely could have improved on i thought the film overall was was fine I, I enjoyed it enough. I don't know if I would see it again. I could recommend this to certain people, but what really prevented it from being elevated to that next tier of being like a really, really enjoyable, good movie for my opinion is 
Um, I don't think it utilized the setting as, as, as well as it should have. Like when you, when you've read the book, it's such an incredibly chilling chapter and really kind of freaky. And when you're dealing with obviously Dracula, like we all know him, you know, 130 years plus after the book came out, um, he's obviously a horrifying figure, right? But when they've, when they've got it set on a boat and it is incredibly claustrophobic and all in one setting, I don't feel like that they utilise that enough um, to the point where it is really unsettling. There were certain moments, but um, I'm not kind of sure what it was really going for. The previous films he directed, like Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, did utilise its horror elements really well. I just feel like this didn't. The story itself is quite good and I think that obviously comes from the the original the original chapter and they obviously had that to delve into but um yep. where I think it didn't it didn't utilize is is just um the scary elements and things like that I don't think it utilized Dracula as well as it should have um it wasn't really scary at all in my opinion. like there was a, a couple jump scares here and there but I, I as I said I don't really know what they were trying to do whether they were trying to go for a thrilling unsettling kind of action film in a way yeah. um that did have scary elements or whether it was trying to go horror it, it really i don't know if it was studio interference to try and make it more i guess tar- like marketable to the general audience because i like what they did with megan where they ended up like chopping and changing it to make it more well yeah that, that was mainly because i think the tiktok audience got around yeah, it when, they? She, when they started dancing but I thought the film was fine. It definitely had th- good things for it. Like, as I said, all the things behind the behind the screen in terms of – sorry, in front of the screen in terms of the production, the audio, like the audio, the, the craft of the film, I thought was, was quite um, top-notch for what it had access to. But um, I just didn't think it took that next step to become like a really good film or, or, or a good horror film in that, in that fact. It's um, – I think it was just, yeah, let down in the fact that it didn't utilise its settings or the character of Dracula as well as it should have. I don't, in saying that, I don't think it was bad in, in the way they did it. I just thought, man, like if you're stuck on a ship with something that's killing people one by one, like, and you don't know what it is, like it, that, that concept is fucking horrifying, right? Yeah. What's displayed on screen, like I was never unsettled once or um, I just, yeah, didn't feel like they utilised that as much as I hoped, but... um. By all means, I recommend reading the book because you'll know what I mean. Like it is chilling. That's if you obviously can read a book, if you can actually take the book and, and words and, you know, create that scene in your mind. But um, perfectly fine film in my opinion. It just, yeah, lacked that um, lacked that thing to take it to the next echelon. Bit of polish. Yeah. Yeah. The upper echelon of, of, of films, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's a pass over to you, yeah. It's usually the other way. That's probably why you might have been stumped for half a second. Then I, I was, yeah. Uh, I I agree with with ninety nine percent of what you've said, and yeah, you actually made a lot of points that I, I didn't think you were going to make that were actually my kind of points too. So that does, uh, you know, I do appreciate that. Uh, visually, absolutely gorgeous. This film. Oh yeah, how Sorry. beautifully shot and lit and great color gradient used. Um, you're right. The, there the, are some beautiful shots in here. There is some beautiful yeah. shots. Some of the like, yeah, the set, cinematography set pieces times. were absolutely unreal. It was one of the most, um, the, well, they, they used a real ship, but I mean, it was the one of the most like in-depth detailed designs that were, were very period accurate. Uh, and absolute props to that. That was fantastic. 
Bear McCreary. Um, I have listened to his his uh, scores or his music, um, I guess, that he's designed. And he brought his – if this movie, whole screen was black, it would be fantastic because his music movie was um, – like his music was absolutely unreal. And so it was a lot of the audio design at times too. It, um, uh, you know, accelerated at the right time and uh, crescendo, what they call when they go down. Yeah, for a film that was like raining most of the time, and you got to edit like it was really well designed. It was so well done, like visually and audibly. Audibly, um, this film was absolutely yeah. like I think phenomenal. One of the most best looking set piece designs for this kind of style of film. Um, so yeah, oh, absolutely fantastic. Uh, I thought the acting was a bit average overall. Um, a couple of standards of from the main main two, and I always enjoy seeing uh, Liam Cunningham. Is that it? Davos, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy seeing his uh, his face on screen. The man could just talk. He's got one of those beautiful voices that just kind of like commands you to listen. Um, and yeah, absolutely love. But but I didn't think there was really any like standout. The the horror was very kind of like subpar, which you, you touched on. It didn't really. Um, 100% utilise its setting. Uh, and you talk about that it had like um, kind of like some nice claustrophobic elements to it. Um, and I understand that a ship could be claustrophobic. But for me, this film didn't have that. It felt like the ship was actually like like excessively big for the kind of claustrophobia they were trying to do. Like they tried to make it seem big, but you're in... Yeah, they really utilise the You're the in a completely movement. open space for most of the film. Like even some of the... Um, uh, like scenes where there might be in like a room and something happens. Like even they're big fucking rooms, which I understand probably very accurate. But if for me that didn't draw in the claustrophobia, um, it I felt like there was sometimes it wasn't dark enough and there was too much lighting that actually then made it seem more open, um, which I know was like a good, good concept of, uh, I guess, hiding the fear because the fear is hidden in such a small area. But I mean... At the same time, it, it didn't have that for me. I felt like if they just flicked on a nightlight, it would have been all right. Yeah, I think the more claustrophobia, like the claustrophobic sense that I'm getting at is the fact that like there's nowhere to go. Like boats are quite large, but like the yeah. fact that it's in open. But I do tend to agree they didn't utilise that enough. Like none of them talked about how they can't go anywhere apart from one scene. Like it was, you know, like, you know, they're setting out, this is setting our course, not us kind of thing. Like they didn't really utilise that nearly as much as they should. Like there should be... There should be horror within the the cat like the characters, and I, I got to give it props because it did utilize character development and made you kind of empathize at times. That um, the way it started, that did take a little bit to get moving into the, I guess, the main chunk of the story. Yeah. Um, but no, I I, I agree with you. I think um, it definitely didn't like you said. It just already. didn't. It just didn't. It just didn't utilize yeah. the setting. Correct. It, and it was unfortunate because it is, as I said, like. A horrifying fucking setting. Like boats I would can be, be fucking scary, especially. Well, let that alone kind of you have scenario. a blood sucking Dracula like at your, you know, at your merits. I'd be jumping in the water and just like yeah. willingly drowning myself. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He just, I don't know. He didn't seem scary. No, I, I no, actually no, no, think no, it came. Like, to, I actually think, yeah, I don't think them, but I actually think that came to the writing. I don't think the character, like, I don't necessarily the didn't think it was the actors. The yeah. the writing itself didn't allow these characters to be horrified of what was insured. And it was kind of because I guess they didn't know what was happening, but like you've got one by one people disappearing. 
there was really only one scene where someone was genuinely horrified about what was happening. Um, and that ended within 20 seconds. And then it was like, what's going on? No, oh, okay. What did, um, what, what did you like, you know, you know, that why do people never team up in like a scenario? They're like, oh, something's dangerous. Let's all go our separate ways and sit in different rooms. You know? Like, yeah. One, yeah. We're right. all disappearing like, at night time. So you, you've already come to the conclusion that there's something fucked up going on. Why haven't you done something about that instead of being like, oh. Well, it is in 1897. Maybe yeah, they I'd... didn't have a concept of logic back then. So, <laughs> Well, I, I guess I can't speak because I wasn't there <laughs> um, a couple of years before my time. But anyway, yeah. yeah like audibly and visually this film was absolutely phenomenal. But you're right, the script, the script writing definitely let it down. For me, the acting wasn't yeah, – but you're right, it's probably because of the script, but the, the acting did not – it tried to carry a film that just wasn't there and they they didn't like, I don't know. Yeah, usually horror, like usually films going for horror elements can kind of hide themselves. Like they usually don't have high budgets or A-list actors that can really perform top notch. So they usually hide acting behind the scares and, yeah. and, and editing um, where this film was very much, as I said, like the way it was shot, it was very much like very um, – script like dialogue heavy and very much close-ups and it was um i i thought the actors were fine i just don't think you had the actors that can kind of hold a film yeah. like this with this much dialogue um and that's not saying they were bad it's just no they didn't have this the script to they didn't have them. they didn't have the um yeah they didn't have the the help behind it yeah the room, um, with room the to good, shine yeah but um no like I, I think it's a decent film i recommend people to see it in terms of the fact that it is a beautiful looking film and it's obviously different from what's out in cinemas at the moment you've got obviously as i said oppenheimer barbie i recommend talk to tenfold, me fantastic but, um, also but um wait what talk to me yep yeah that's a fantastic horror film um i think it's it's a perfectly fine film it's yeah, one it's that right. the best way i can put it is like if this was on Netflix and you're just sitting at home on a Thursday night and you decide to chuck it on, you'll probably have a great time. But I don't know if I'd go out of my way to watch it again. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I would recommend it to certain people who like these, you know, horror films. And, man, I love the concept of Dracula. It just feels like we haven't really gotten any good films since fucking 50 years ago. But no, we didn't end up watching Renfield. I don't know what anyone else's opinion was on that. but I've not heard great things. We, we did none. <laughs> Yeah, that was swamped with with a couple other things. We didn't have time to see that. Anyway, no. If you have seen it, um, obviously we're lucky enough to see this this early with the the, the review screening. So um, it it isn't out till I think tomorrow. By the time this goes up, but when you have seen it, let us know what you think below in the comments. Uh, subscribe, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys.